What is up, everybody? It is a great, great. Okay, first off, the weather in East Tennessee. I was about to say a beautiful day in East Tennessee. The weather in East Tennessee is freaking awesome. I, I mean, you know me. I don't know if the listeners here know. I'm a big cold weather guy. Like this, you know how people have been complaining about the the temperature so far in May. Um, in my opinion, it's been perfect. Don't change anything. Whoever's in charge of that, um, it has been perfect. But I'm not going to complain about a warm day like this. Like this morning, I don't know if you got out of the house about 8 a.m. At least in Johnson City, Tri Cities area. I mean, it's it, like if you're like pick your perfect day, that's it. See, I, I like days like today. It was, it's like just hot enough. Yeah, no, yeah, it's it, not like sweating as soon as you walk outside. Yeah, I, I like days like today, but I also it, like hot over cold. You're a cold guy. I'm a hot guy. If if I was gonna complain about the weather today, all I would like my only complaint is I can tell how hot it's gonna be in July. <laughs> yeah, like, it's gonna be miserable. I was actually talking to somebody today about uh, the regional that I'm hoping I get to go to, dude. My, I was like in the next couple weeks. I mean, I hope I make it to the regional game. We'll see, or a regional game um, when Tennessee hosts. But I'm like, I'm already dreading getting burnt in the stands at uh at Lindsey Nelson. I'm not ashamed. I bring sunscreen. Oh, that's smart. But you know, that's not gonna keep me from getting burnt. I mean, I can lather that stuff on. I'm getting burnt. I'm getting burnt. Yeah. You got to like reapply like every inning. Oh, I mean more than I would argue more than that, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I can't wait. Uh, It's an exciting episode. We're talking about Tennessee getting, uh, getting some new guys in here. uh, One in the form of a commitment, not till the 2022 class, um, but also getting a transfer in um, slightly unexpected, I think to most people. Um, Of course, always talking baseball. They got their 40th win on Tuesday night. Uh, over Belmont, and they will be traveling to South Carolina to close out the season. I mean, just about done everything to clinch a Super Regional. We're almost almost there. Obviously, still got to take care of business this week, but also this week have a chance to win the SEC title. Like that, that's still in play. Yeah, if you continue to play like you you have up to this point, you know, without any like collapse. I think Tennessee will will host a super regional. I think they'll be a top eight seed. Now, like again, like you can't collapse. You can't just go out there <laughs> right. and play dead and and get swept by South Carolina because then people are going to be like, you know, what is happening? Oh, if you state? if you're swept, you, you're you're you've fallen out of the top eight. So, um, I, unless everyone else gets swept somehow, um, I mean that that's that's a good point. Like everybody else, like then again, like you. You played with number one Arkansas. You played with number two Vanderbilt. You've won a game from each of those teams. So the the proof is there. You just gotta. You just can't. You can't have a lapse. And I, yeah. I don't think with this team, I think they're um, determined and, and you know playing for for something bigger than this weekend. So I hope they're not just looking ahead. I hope they're like, you know, South Carolina is going to open it up this this weekend for a hundred percent capacity. Were, so it's be were they the ones that got the honor of that video, that awesome video? Was it South Carolina? It was maroon of the, I guess, attendant walking through and cutting the zip ties off. Did now you that see you it? Think it? I did see that. I didn't know who it was, but now that you yeah. say that, maybe it was South Carolina. I just know it was maroon. I was like, uh, Florida state. And then I was like, that could be South Carolina. Cause I know South Carolina announced it, like before the NCAA announced it. Mm-hmm. So, I didn't know, but um, it was like, I mean, I, I don't know why the video was awesome, but it was. 
It took yeah, me a minute to find out what was going on, like full disclosure. I don't understand why they put zip ties over them. I guess to like force people to not sit there. Social distance. Yeah, to like yeah. not sit there. That's my best guess. I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Tennessee, they're kind of just like, we didn't sell you that seat, but we're not right. We're not going to enforce it. We don't get paid right. that much money. <laughs> <laughs> no one should either uh, in terms right. of, like you said, they don't get paid enough money. Um, but we are – we are going to talk about baseball as they, they travel to South Carolina, um, as well as some postseason stuff. We kind of uh, hinted at it here. We're going to break the news. I know you guys haven't seen it today on Twitter or on Facebook or wherever you get your news, um, whether you're going to ESPN.com. Does anyone go to ESPN.com to like read anymore? Mm. Like the only time I'm on that website is to check scores or to, well, usually to watch is, ESPN. Everything that you would want to read is behind a paywall. So that's also true. <laughs> I, I don't. Well, maybe you did. I don't know. Maybe the, maybe these people read it there. I'm um, also going to talk about the volunteers. That is the uh, the basketball tournament team. They have they. It sucks because they they were supposed to do this last year, but the way the stuff worked out with um, TBT, they weren't able to do it. But they looks like they got. I mean, because we talked to Chris Lofton about it because he happened to be on the the show. Um, I mean, right as all that was going down, so he was actually telling us like who they expected to get. And it looks like just about everybody that, that I can recall um, is on the team again this year. So, so that's awesome. Uh, I mean, I you know, there's there's some good teams in that tournament. So I, I don't know. I don't know where they go, um, but it's it's gonna be fun regardless. Yeah, you won't find a better recruiter than uh, than Bobby Mays, and then a, a better hype man than Ron Slay. So uh, I, I would argue Ron Slay. Because he hadn't had the chance. He, you mentioned hype, man. He might be able to out-recruit some people. He might, yeah. I mean, <laughs> he bleeds orange and white. So, I mean, mm -hmm. if, if you're wanting to sell your program, that's the guy to do it. Uh, 100%. Uh, guys, also drop your questions in the chat. Sorry, I'm already doing a bad job at it. Uh, drop them in the chat. Let's get going. Before we do that, though, Lane is going to tell you guys about our friends that make the show possible. Yeah, go check out our sponsors, Tennessee Tap House, Hound Dogs, and Blue Water Climate Control. And here is a quick word from our good friends at Blue Water Climate Control. Blue Water Climate Control. From heating and AC installation and repair, commercial or residential, when you choose Blue Water Climate Control, we offer solutions, not a sales pitch. Blue Water Climate Control. Veteran-owned, superior service. Balls are back. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange britches. made up my mind, I don't expect to ever look back. I'm going to stay at the University of Tennessee. Yeah! Rid it, dit to do, and welcome into more important issues. It is Wednesday, May 19th. As I said, it's a beautiful day. 
to be in East Tennessee. I, I, it might be a beautiful day all over the country. I don't, I don't even care. Um, but it, it's great. I found out this morning that my three by two that I lost last night got refunded. Did they pay it out? I don't know. Or did they just give me more? It, it looked my account looked bigger than I remember it when when I checked it this afternoon. I, th- I, I think they gave it to you. I think it counted as a win. Okay, so they ca- I, it cashed. It cashed. Yeah, that's big because I didn't get my bet in for the first three by two. Um, I, I haven't bet much NBA this year just because I don't know it enough. I don't feel confident enough. I will be betting the NBA playoffs because I'll be watching more of it. Plus, I'll be reading more about it, so I'll have a better understanding um, of where to go. So I'm excited to do that because I haven't really. Other than three by twos, I haven't bet much since March Madness. Um, getting a little itch, you know. I feel like I got a. I mean, I, I was willing to put a thousand dollars down on freaking Medina Spirits. I regret I didn't do it. <laughs> I don't care yeah, if you're doing, steroids. I've been doing some NBA props, and that's it's been okay. I mean, it's just hard. Like baseball or Major League Baseball and NBA are just difficult things to bet on. Yeah, I don't know if I'd, – I'd like to think, you know, when we get into the into summer that I'm going to, like, start figuring out MLB and stuff or, like, you know, start trying to. Or at least, like, going with the experts. But, like, I'm not even confident enough to go with the – like, go look at the experts and go with yeah. them. <laughs> That's how little trust I have in MLB baseball. I mean, I looked at one today. Somebody was like, yeah, the, the over in the Twins-White Sox game is the one to go with. And I almost went with it, but I didn't. It, it ended two to one. <laughs> I mean, like – so it's just it was eight and a half, you know. They had to score nine runs for right. that to hit. They scored three. So, <laughs> um, you know that that was that was the the heater for today, and that's that's just how it goes, I guess. Yeah, that's uh, it's definitely like I mean, first off, it I ne- I will never bet an under. Um, you life's too, you can life's too short, right? Life's too short to bet. You will never see me bet the under. So, um, it's a lose lose situation out there. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not about it. All right, let's let, let's let's jump into some football because I know we've got. I know we're probably gonna. This seems like an episode we talk a lot. <laughs> I think Is the that, last one we talked a lot too. We went, we did like a basically a full on baseball show for an hour right. and a half. Um, right, which I would like to say is pretty impressive. Um, it's really our last two shows because we had Ross Kivitt on the show before. Oh yeah, and he was on here for a while. Yeah, shout out to him, by the way, for just – I mean, we're not easy to talk to and hang out with for, for as long <laughs> as he was on. And he just – he he battled through it. And, oh, I meant to tell you, too, I don't know, obviously change of scenery um, right here uh, behind me. I was yeah, trying to figure – I mean, I'm just at my house. But, Uh-oh. yeah, just moving around, trying to keep things fresh, um, trying to work out a – I got a small apartment, but I, I'd like a good podcast area. Okay. So, looking for it. I got to fix this. I like the bookshelf, but – no, I don't like the angle. We got to work on. Anyways, I was thinking about just standing. TV trays. I've, I've got. Oh, don't worry. I'm on a TV tray. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, you didn't. Then, you, then you got it. You never leave your roots. Okay? That's all you need. You never leave your roots. Um, but yeah, I was thinking about just standing for the whole time, like Kiv. Uh, like Kiv. Yeah. I mean, that's just like a. That's an alpha move. Macho is always hot. That's an alpha move, though. Just to stand for the whole podcast. Yeah. I mean. Literally every time I watch will tell me to stand up during this thing. So, yeah, maybe we'll just like – as my watch does it, we'll just stand up. That's – we should do that. You just let me know, all right? You all just right. let me know if that watch buzzes. <laughs> let's, talk, let's, let's talk 2022 class, though. Um, we mentioned this before, or, you know, as we were talking before the show started, I guess. Tennessee gets a commitment from uh, Brian Grant, three-star offensive lineman 
out of Florida. It's a big get, literally. Big get. 6'8", 260. Yeah, he's a big dude. Um, he, he's a another one of those guys who hasn't played a lot of football in his life. Um, only played one year in high school so far and, you know, already getting some looks. I think a lot of that is, is probably due to his size and, and also film as well. But um, he plays three sports. You know, he's an athletic kid. He can move. Um, so, you know, it's not just dead weight that – 6'8", 260 or 270, whatever he's at. Um, you know, the, the kid can move a little bit and, and move that weight around. And with that, with the offense that we run, I think that's that's huge. Um, I don't think he's going to be a guy that's going to come in here and play right away. Uh, maybe he does, but, you know, I, I just think he's more of a, a guy that's going to be in the program, a guy that they can mold into their own and kind of get what they want out of. Yeah, and it's, you know, you, you mentioned how he hadn't played much football. If you go to his 247 – I don't know about rivals and ESPN, but if you go to his 247 page, it's actually a, a picture of him playing basketball. Um, and if you think two eight or six eight two sixty is big for a football player, that's awfully big for a basketball player. Yeah, especially in high school. Yeah. Oh, yeah, in high school. Um, and then he also does a shot put a little bit. Um, but I already got some attention with some Power Five schools, a team like Mar- Maryland. I guess BYU isn't a pair of Power Five school, but they basically are. Um, I guess mm-hmm. to a certain extent. Um, so he's got some offers there. I mean, uh, I feel like you would normally give that to him. So it, it it's nice to see that a recruit can get you to give BYU the power five status. That's nice. Oh yeah. If, if it was like, if it wasn't, you know, for Tennessee, I'd be like, no, they're not power five. School. But you could, you know, it's, you know, when Tennessee played them in 19, you're like, yeah, that's pretty much a power five game. Oh yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. But when it comes to like, when it comes to college football playoff, you're like, that is not a power five team. Join a conference. Right. I mean, like, they're not Tulane. You know, yeah. I think if they, like <laughs> them and Cincinnati and um who I mean, Notre Dame is basically a power five too. But they're basically in the ACC. It, not when it comes to the college football playoff. They're yeah. Not. <laughs> right. When when they want to be, um Yeah, you de- you deny it. They don't right. get it. The the ACC just I don't know what Notre Dame has on them, but they can, you know, when it comes to like being with a conference, when it benefits them, they're like, oh, yeah, we're part of the ACC. When it doesn't benefit, no, we're not. We're independent. <laughs> Best of both worlds, Hannah Montana. Notre Dame is Hannah Montana. There you go. Nice. That was good. That was a good pull right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, you know, three another three-star guy that, that – I think we have four three stars committed and one four star, and that's Taven Jackson. Um, you know, I think it just kind of shows you like Tennessee is behind with you know a lot of these recruits. Number one, mm-hmm. and just like th- there's so much uncertainty with the NCAA and you know where this program's at. Uh, I think it's going to take some winning in the fall to really get some of those big time guys. You got to you know your evaluations are where you know you're going to have to kind of stay afloat with this first recruiting class you're kind of getting a getting um to it with the the 2023 and 2024 class but yeah you're you're, this year you're behind and uh you know there's nothing wrong with taking some three stars some of tennessee's best players recently have been three stars um there's nothing wrong with it but it's definitely not going to help you um in the recruiting rankings and and to be fair i would you know and and this First off, this could be way off. Um, I, I'm saying this just – it might be a clip you can make fun of me later for. I mean, like what? Like, how many offensive linemen are we talking about that are 
or like four star. Like if you're gonna get a position that's a three star, offensive lineman feels like makes the most sense. If you're just if you're just grading rankings is all I'm, is what I mean. Well, I mean this kid wasn't even ranked, and then he committed to Tennessee, and now he's like 762nd in the country. Oh, like, nice! Wow. So he he just get like he got a huge boost just for committing to Tennessee. You know, usually Tennessee commits go the opposite direction, but <laughs> oh, um, give it Tom. But I mean, this kid's only played a year of football. Um, the the I mean, literally his best years of football are in front of him. So uh, you know, he's only going to get better, and he's probably going to only pick up offers. You know, with that athleticism, that size, and it's a tackle body. I mean, other than yeah. a quarterback, he's your that's your most important position on the field. Yeah, the uh, I mean, yeah, it definitely like you mentioned, he's he's only played two years, two years of football. Um, this this will be his second. Coming this will up. be his second. Okay, so he's only played one year of football. Correct. Yeah, I mean it's literally all like that. You know that's the it's it's funny. I mean this is real. Like if we played high school football with a guy who literally never played a down of high school football, but he was six seven or six eight, you know two ninety something like that, and, and he he had co- coaches calling to check on him. Yeah. So. I mean, that's just kind of the way the world works with. Them. I mean, it's it's the same way. It, it's similar. It's not. I don't think you see it as much, but it, you you do see it. Uh, like fast guys, you, you go out and run a quick forty at a camp, and they don't they don't care if you can catch the football. Like they're offering you. You can't mm-hmm. coach speed. Can't coach size. Right. So it's, it's the way the world works. Um, so I mean, yeah. Yeah, you're just kind of building on that depth. Um on that offensive line and and you have to do that with awesome frozen. I'm sorry. We're back now. You're back. Um so yeah you, you lose K Ron Calvert and Cade Mays probably this upcoming year. So you're gonna need some tackle bodies. And, and with the way Tennessee is in recruiting right now, it's just hard to really sell that to to four and five star guys. So uh you know like I said you gotta trust those evaluations and um you know Brian Grant apparently fit that evaluation and, and you know he's in the boat. Yeah, absolutely. And let's jump over to the other side of things here. Uh, transfer news, a guy who will be getting onto campus June, actually. Uh, are we going to call him an Auburn transfer? I don't know if that's the correct term. He is at Auburn right now. He did go what? through spring practice with Auburn. Right. But he just arrived to Auburn in January um, coming out of – is it Independence? Yep. It is Independence? Yep. Okay. I was like, I might just be crowning every Kansas community college as, <laughs> as last chance you – yeah, if you're Kansas, you're Independence, you're Mississippi, you're EMCC. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, he he was at uh, Independence, um, so he actually signed or maybe committed to Central Michigan to a uh, little Shark Humper, um, <laughs> and um, I, I read a story on this kid, and I'll get to that in a second. So he ended up going to Independence. Um, there were some grades issues in there. Um, played in 2019. And then uh, 2020 was cut short, so he didn't didn't get to play in 2020. And then uh, enrolled at Auburn um, in January. So been at Auburn, went through spring practice. Guess it wasn't for him. He actually had a um, some relationships with Heupel and and Willie Martinez at UCF because UCF was one of his top schools at a junior college. And um, you know them coming to the SEC, I guess it was just a, a match made in heaven. Yeah, and, and I did. You, you mentioned that relationship too. I did read this one's a kind of weird because he hasn't had the chance to visit Tennessee either. Um, but he said his decision was a little 
strange just because he never got the chance to visit Auburn. His first time on campus was when he arrived. Um, but the same case with Tennessee, so I do find that strange. But, uh, hey, you, it sounds like you got some guys that can go into living rooms and talk to moms. Uh, it sounded like there was a lot of comforting words said to, to mama, and that's what um, led him to decide on Tennessee. So it's not about yeah, – that, that's opinion, the most important recruit. It's not the kid. It's, I'm the, gonna say, it's the mom. That, in my opinion, in college football um, – it, It's either it, mom it, or grandma. Those are two most important – yeah, we got to talk to you. You don't out. you don't recruit the you don't recruit the kid. You recruit the mom. So yeah, <laughs> they make the decisions where to go. Um, but yeah, I I got to read a story on this kid, and you know, the dude's been through the ringer. I mean, had you know his his brother is incarcerated um, for life. His uh, aunt, who's like his his second mom, um, passed away once he. Uh, went to independence. So, you know, he, he's had to deal with a lot, um, but a smart kid, I mean, on his own dual enrolled at independence um, and central Michigan, because he knew there might be an issue with his grades. So went ahead and enrolled. Um, so it, it didn't put him any further behind and, uh, you know, ended up going to independence, had a good year. And then, you know, made his way to the sec and, you know, now he makes his way to Tennessee. So just a, Crazy journey this kid's been on. He's 6'2", 185, so he has that length that, that you like at, at the cornerback position. And I think it just gives Tennessee some depth at cornerback. Um, a, a kid that's not just a one year and he's done. He has three years of eligibility here. Um, so, you know, I don't know if he uses all of them, but he's got three. Right. Um, and, you know, you lose Alante Taylor after this year. Kenneth George will be gone. Um, so you basically have Warren Burrell. Hey, you, you need some help there at the corner position. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's more guys than Warren Burrell. I hope. I hope I'm just – you know, we just aren't knowing names. <laughs> Otherwise – Kenny then, Solomon? Yeah. Otherwise, you may be in some serious trouble. Um, I, and I also, you know, I – again, we'll, we'll see with Willie Martinez. I, you know, a lot of people want to – I don't know how great he is. I, I don't. I'm not going to sit here and act like he's a, a terrible coach or something. I mean, I don't believe that either. But, like, a lot of people want to give him credit – for guys like Cam Sutton, fair, but like who else? Like there wasn't, was there another corner that Tennessee just really turned into somebody? Or, I mean, even, even somebody that just played at the level they were expected to under Butch Jones and, and Willie Martinez. Um, well, I mean, if you look in the NFL, Emmanuel Mosley and Justin Cole. Fair. That's a fair point. That's, um, but, so, I mean, yeah, they did but, have a Tennessee career they wanted, but, hey, they turned into great NFL players. So, that's if you're going to ask a, a kid, would you rather be great in the NFL or great in college? I think they're all going to say NFL. Well, yeah, of course they are. But do they really want to hear it from me um, when you're in – like, I'm going to yell from my seat. I, I yelled something I regretted at a Tennessee. This is a safety um, and the Florida 17 game. And I only regret it because it was just a little mean. I don't regret the sentiment. Like, I don't regret – why I did it. I only regret because it was a little mean. How? Yeah, that that's the gist of it. How? Um, and I won't repeat it, but it was angry. I think everyone felt that same way that day, though, to be fair. Oh, we've At the same done. guy. We've done it. At the same guy. I mean, there there is a certain corner that a lot of Tennessee fans were, see, were, were happy to see graduate. I think for a minute, too, it looked like he might have a, an NFL career. Yeah. It, it scared me a little bit. <laughs> scared me. 
Um, who else was the? I think he plays safety now. I think he's at the Giants. Maybe. God, he was a third round pick with the Panthers. I can't think of what from Tennessee. Yeah. So Cam Sutton wore his number because he was injured. Oh uh, no, it wasn't Golden. Yeah, Rashawn Golden. It was Golden. He wore. Why was I thinking Golden was set six? Cam he was, was number seven. seven. Yeah, he was number seven. He was number seven. I was thinking he was six for some reason. Okay. Yes, but Rashawn Golden. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's. A, I, I mean, that's another guy. Willie Martinez just. I mean, yeah, he's taken like three star guys and made them into. I mean, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe I was just maybe the only one I can think of. I mean, yeah, to your to your point, yeah, about, like, Willie Martinez is just straight dunking on you right now. Yeah, that's fine. Um. <laughs> I mean, to your point about Emmanuel Mosley and, and uh, Justin Coleman, I, I think. I mean, I think Coleman had a pretty good, better than Emmanuel Mosley Tennessee career, in my opinion. Um, right. But yeah, they're definitely both very, very happy with the way their careers in the NFL have turned out. Like, there's no regrets there. Um, right. So that's a good point about that development. But I'd like to see him do it in orange. That would be preferred, honestly. I don't yeah. care what you do in the NFL after. <laughs> no, just win national championships here. We will love you forever. Ask any former UT. Ask anybody from the '98 team. Sure. And all you need is Tennessee fans' love. Come on, Tennessee fans have never turned against anyone of the on their own. But I do think that's really cool that that he had that relationship from UCF and they were able to come in here and, and get that um, transfer. A guy that you know when we were looking at defensive backs you're like man maybe we don't need one but then looking at the quarterback depth you're like man we needed a corner yeah i mean there we talked we've talked about it the entire offseason there's not a there's not a strength of this defense it's all weakness most of it due to depth because there's like i mean yeah i mean you know you don't have any like true playmakers but i mean i think if you had a little bit more depth i think you'd have the guys especially in the like the way this defense is going to be expected to perform this year. Uh, I think if you had more depth, I think you'd be feeling a lot more comfortable. It's just like, who are you going to, who's going to play third down in the third quarter? Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> like right now, who's going to play? You're going to be exhausted because your offense is going to be running you ragged as well as their, the other team's offense is going to be running you ragged. Um, so yeah, you definitely just need bodies at this point. Yeah. Um, and, and he seems like a pretty motivated kid. Um, like I, I mentioned, he's kind of, you know, been through it, been on a journey since, you know, this, this whole thing has started. So, um, you know, he, he seems ready to work. He, he mentioned in an interview, I think with Trey Wallace that, um, he didn't want any handouts. He, he wanted to earn everything he was given. And, uh, you know, the props to that, I mean, come in here and earn it. Don't tell me I'm going to start. I'm going to earn that thing. Please come do it. Let's, let's get it going. Um, let, let's, no, no one's going to be mad if you take somebody's spot. At quarterback. Yeah. Be a, be a ball hawk. Hawk. Not only can be a ball hog defensively. Um, okay. Anything else for Tennessee football recruiting transfers? Anything before we move on to, to why we're all here today? I mean, for, for what Tennessee lost in the portal, and they lost a lot. Um, I think they've done a pretty good job in the portal of of getting guys with some experience and guys that you know that there are some you know Tremblay and and Peyton are, are one and done guys. But uh, they've got some guys that they're going to have on, on this roster for a couple of years. So I think that's that's huge when you're trying to build depth, build a you know build a culture. If you have a bunch of one and done guys, you know they're not passing on that culture to anybody. So um, I, I think that's I think they've done just as good as you could 
really hope for um, when your program is basically in a hole. Lose Caleb again. You back? Yeah, sorry. I don't know what's happening here. Um, we're just going to roll with it. But I think, you know, to your uh, – as good as Tennessee hoped. I mean, that's the – you talked about how, like, Tennessee lost a lot in the transfer portal. It's not just, like, you know, I, just, I was just talking about depth. It's not like that you lost depth. You lost so much talent co- due to coaching change and maybe violations and maybe bowl bans and maybe – like, you you were in a – you're in a far worse situation than you were when – as far as the program goes, I, I think we, I would have to really sit down and look at the roster to really like comp, like say roster. But as far as the program goes, with, with when you're when you're talking about potentially, I mean, I don't know how many level one violations, ten plus, um, probably at least a, a year bowl, <laughs> a lot, at least a one year bowl ban, at least. I, I think if, it, if everything we're hearing is true, I'm it, I've, and it sounds like Tennessee self reported everything. I, I can't imagine. A license, I, I can't. Um, so you, when you talk about that and just, and then then all of that. So the violations, the bull ban, the one year transfer happening when it's happening. Because like I think, I think everything will level out. I think you're going to see an uptick in transfers, or at least people going into the transfer portal because you can. But when think when you start realizing like, oh, there's not scholarships available. Oh, you know, playing time situation doesn't get better here or whatever. I think it all will start to level out and be the same. Because, I mean, there was a time that you just never tra- – you didn't transfer. Like, you played here, you did, you went home. That, that was the option. Um, and, it, I mean, would you say the transfers have been significantly higher? I mean, they haven't seemed like it. I'm, I'm sure they've been a little bit higher because you can. But, I mean, it's not like they've been ridiculous. Right. I mean, other than, like, Tennessee players to Oklahoma, like, there hasn't <laughs> been, like, huge – like mass exodus, like they're having right, right. Um, so yeah, maybe you see that when a coach when a coach like leaves or, or is fired for whatever reason, maybe you see something like that um, where a team just goes in there and poaches guys. But I, I also think like there's a reason why some of these guys are transferring. Now, now Tennessee was different, but a lot of these kids like aren't are leaving because they aren't playing. Right. Yeah, and that's a good point too. Um, and you're always gonna have that. So. <laughs> Always, but yeah, the program the program is just in a very very tough spot, and so I I do not envy Josh Heupel at all. Um, like, not yeah, like I mean, I mean, you just got to keep you know picking away at some of these. You know, you're trying to get Addison Nichols, Fisher Anderson, uh, Brian uh, Broodmaker. I think that's how you say it. Um, is from. Pennsylvania. Um, I mean, you just got to chip away at these guys and and hope to God that you can win some football games to impress some people. Because yep. if not, you're going to be stuck with, you know, a, a class similar to, you know, Arkansas, Mississippi State. And that's, you know, that that's not something that you're really used to. But that's something you're going to have to kind of deal with for a year um, until you can show the direction of this program and you can get a better understanding of what – the NCAA is going to do to you. Yeah, uh, for sure. And sorry, I was reading comments here. Apologies. I lost my train of thought. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, you've got to figure out a way to win games this fall to, to impress some guys. Uh, because right now, I mean, you mentioned it, you know, 
big name guys aren't like Tennessee and on their radar right now, or if they are on their radar, they're like very much kind of off to the side. Like, oh, we'll see. Yeah, it's it's a yeah, it's a wait and see kind of thing. Yeah, you know, maybe they like Tennessee, but they also like a team just as good or better than Tennessee, and then you're not to dealing with the NCAA or, or bowl bans and things like that. Right. So yeah, it's. It's hard to recruit right now. It really is. And luckily, Tennessee was able to to get a, a really good quarterback out of this class. Um, I mean, you struck out on some, but but you got a guy a, a guy who's, who's pretty highly ranked. Um, and then you, you just got to put pieces around him. Hopefully, you can get some peer recruiting going on. And then, you know, the main thing is just you got to win some football games. You've got to win football games. That's what it boils down to. And uh, I, I – I'm trying to. Someone asked me about it today. Like, are you ready? And I'm like, God, I'm, so, I'm so ready for September 2nd. But I don't want to admit it. I'd like to just let's uh, let's keep that. You know, you don't want to, you don't want to be let down. I get exactly. It. No, I don't want to be let down. But I mean, you know, I'm pretty pumped. Like, pretty excited. No big deal. You know, one thing I was wanting to do. This was before, and maybe we can make it happen for like an SEC opener or uh, something like that. I was thinking we need to do a 24-hour show before the first Tennessee football game. Um, 24 hours? Like, so, like, game was at, say the game was at 3 p.m., like, start the show then and just run it for 24 hours, have some v- some of our friends of the pod, VFLs on, um, you know, get some new guests on. 24-hour show. And that being on a Thursday, unfortunately, right now, um, we have day jobs. Um, I'd love for that to <laughs> end at some point but uh so that's not possible on a wednesday to thursday but you know i think that would be um i think it'd be good content um and i think yeah we need we need to just get i mean think about having guys like like kivin on during that it'd be uh, it'd be an electric atmosphere yeah he's a he's a wake me up in himself Um, (laughs) yeah you got to get him on at like hour 16 when you're really hitting he's like 3 a.m crowd yeah, exactly. You gotta get you gotta get him on there when when you start really struggling. Um, just yeah, to, I'm to interested to see up. what uh what off season kids like. <laughs> yeah, uh, pump. Let, let's talk about baseball, but I do want to give a shout out real quick uh, while we're talking about Tennessee sports. I, I don't know why I said that. We talk about Tennessee sports the entire podcast, but while we're talking Tennessee sports, Tennessee tennis. I, I, this is the spring of the Vols. First off, this is the spring of the Vols. Tennessee tennis is playing tomorrow. Easy Actually. Former. Is is SEC? Is it? Is the SEC a tennis conference? Because Tennessee's playing Georgia in the NCAA quarterfinals tomorrow. I mean, I would I would assume. I'm sure the okay. ACC is pretty good. No, I'm sure. I mean, I, I would think. I'll tell. I had best tennis conference is probably the Pac-12. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Does anybody know? Anybody know the best tennis conference? Right. I mean, Tennessee keeps rolling. It's going to be SEC. It's just going to be Tennessee. So <laughs> that's, that's all that matters. That's yep. all that matters. And then also another shout out to men's golf who this week or yesterday, today, my days are whew, apparently, uh, they will be going to the, they finished second at reg- regionals. So they advanced to the NCAA championships. Um, that is the first time since 2013. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get it. Like, let's, done, like, this is the spring of the vaults. It's that simple. Spring of the balls. I love it. I love the – it's probably my favorite logo that Tennessee has is the Smokey holding the golf club, like leaning on the golf club. 
Yeah, it's probably one. my it's probably my favorite one. So sorry to all the great ones because there are a lot of good good logos, good Tennessee logos, but that one's undefeated in my opinion. And I also I don't like I I need to see if I can find one because when I was at the ball shop the last probably like four or five times, cannot find one. Hmm. Do I need to tweet at him? Make it happen. You should, yeah. Do it. It seems like one of those things that's like only going to be reserved for the golf team. Something stupid like that. You'll see me riot in the street if that happens. Just let you know that. Yeah, just tweet at the vol shop. They'll at least reply. They'll tell you what's up. I wonder what stadium I should burn down if they say no. Uh, hopefully this one. Lindsay, no. Oh, I was thinking something on Tennessee's campus, but yeah, okay. Yeah, I was just. I mean, if you're going to burn one down, you might as well. Someone it's, already, it's basically already on fire. So someone tried that. Uh, do you remember that? That was yeah. a quarantine thing. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I was saying. It's basically already on fire. So yeah. you don't have to do too much work. Just <laughs> I, I was that. trying to think of another stadium, good stadium to burn down. There's no other stadium that is just makes me think needs to be burnt down. I mean, like if we're talking about burning down and starting over. Kroger Field comes to mind. Uh Vanderbilt Dudley. That one comes to mind? Yeah. I mean, there ain't a lot more you can do to that stadium. It's already. So I would, you know, Williams Bryce, I, I would I would say could use a, a redo, but more importantly, just just burn that massive cock outside their stadium down. Yeah. It's not even a good looking cock either, which sucks. Yeah, it's pretty ugly. <laughs> hmm. Tell us which Dang. stadiums we should burn down. Yeah, there you go. But I'm not going to do it, just full disclosure. I'm not telling you to do it. Pyro Caleb over here. <laughs> There's one time in my life. All right. Speaking of on fire. Speaking nice. of seeing the cock, Tennessee should oh. see the cock this weekend. <laughs> they they should. They should stop by and pay their respects. Burn uh, it down. But, <laughs> yeah. But Tennessee first <laughs> before they travel because they're game by game. I don't know if you heard Vitello today. They're game by game. Ball baseball. Beat Belmont to get to their 40th win. First college team to get to 40 wins. Yeah, is and there, the first. Go ahead. Is there anyone else that could do it before this weekend? I didn't even look at the. I uh, think uh, Arkansas is 39. Um, I don't know if they played to yesterday or, yeah, or today. But anyway, we're first. So if you're not first, you're you're last, right? Exactly. I, um, I mean, I th- some an Arkansas fan tweeted at you something or tweeted the account something was like, oh, congratulations! You like, what do you want for that? I'm like, it's yeah. 40 wins. It's not like they were like they're the first one to ground, you know, to to have 10 successful plays at second. No, it's 40 wins. Like, yeah, it's how you calculate success. He's he said it was lucky, and I'm like, 40 wins. If you're lucky 40 times, buy a freaking lottery ticket. <laughs> go, I mean, go to Harris and just make money. Also, then why was our like, shouldn't Arkansas not care about this past weekend if they don't think Tennessee should be winning? It was lucky, right? It was lucky I mean, that like- Kevin Cops. Went to Arkansas because right. recruited him. I don't know if that's true or not. I'm just basically. I heard I heard that a lot this weekend. But yeah, I'm with you. I don't know either. Um, I so where was I at before you? God, you totally took me off track, Landon. Oh, oh, I never understood the talking trash to teams either that one beat you or two that you just beat. Like the teams that are like 
you know, they beat you and people are like, oh, you're trash. Why does this, that doesn't make your team good for beating us? It makes you also, a little bit better than trash. Also, like it was just we won 40 games. Like, I don't understand what's why well, did we, that make you so heated that you're like, oh, I'm replying to this dude. We don't play in the like, SEC like Arkansas does, so that makes it easier to get to 40 game, 40 wins. Right, yeah. <laughs> it was tough. So, so yeah, you got to factor in that. That that's an important thing to remember. Um, but no, that that that's awesome for and yeah, it's a you know to do it they did it over Belmont, so maybe that waters it down a little bit for like the thought of it. But I mean, that's that's big for this program. They haven't gotten to forty wins since two thousand five, the last time they were um, in the College World Series. No, they and, did in two thousand nineteen. Oh, they did in nineteen. They got to forty yeah. wins. Okay. Yeah. So this is the first time Tennessee. Um, has done it in consecutive seasons since 2000, 2001. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, well, I guess so, full seasons, but 2020 didn't count. Right. They would have definitely gotten to. Oh, yeah. Well, they would have got, to, they should have got to 40 wins. I guess you can't say definitely, but they, they were, they were well on their way there. In, right. In 2020. And yeah, I mean, this for, I mean, yeah, that's a great point to bring up too, from where this program was at to, to get, get to 40 wins and to do it. I mean, you did it, but with a series left. Yeah, and this this will be the first time Tennessee has had a winning record in the SEC since 2005. Um, and I think the last time they did it before that was 2001. They went to the College World Series both of those years. So start booking your hotel in Omaha, folks. There you go. Yeah, Omaha, Omaha, Omaha. I didn't like that Peyton – okay, so <laughs> did you see that? Peyton broke that down. We like broke down the the he broke down the team right before the game with Omaha. No, I didn't. It's just funny to me because like that seems like like something funny, right? Like a joke. Like I say Omaha, you guys are gonna win it all in Omaha. And it's just funny to me because like I don't see Peyton ever joking when he's playing. I don't yeah, know, maybe maybe he didn't think of it as a joke. It sounded like a joke though. <laughs> yeah, I I just don't want. Like if we don't, I don't want just something else to stop, blame. Stop. No, yeah, yeah, no. That when is he? When is he going to get booed? I'm sorry to go off track about baseball. Uh, when is he going to get booed at a game? Because it's going to happen. Yeah, it's, I don't it's do it. close. But it's it's, it's going to happen. Just like he's going to walk. You know, the the camera at the basketball game is going to pan on him, and we're going to be down by 12 to some Iowa State and eh, boo. It's going to happen. Yeah, somebody like he's going to have his like pass around his neck and they're going to go to scan it and it like vol twitter's just going to hack it and, and <laughs> like sir we out. can't we can't let you in <laughs> he's like my name's on a road <laughs> yeah I, I i don't mm. like i said tennessee fans will always love you no nothing less nothing more um okay let's real quick let's talk about last night's game because the bats were pop bats were pop yeah i mean especially jordan beck um the kids hit four home runs in four games and uh, hit two last night. He was three for four with six RBIs. I mean, the dude's he's, – he's a major league hitter. I mean, there's no way else to put it. He right. – uh, and Tony Vitello kind of talked about him a little bit. He had a hot start to the, to the year and then um, kind of slowed down a little bit. He was popping things up. Um, but he, he, he said he's swinging through the baseball again and being more of himself. And, uh, you know, when, when Jordan Beck is, he, 
I want to say he's Tennessee's best hitter, but power wise and like the ability to go yard at any second, it's Jordan Beck. Um, the dude's a freak athlete. I know Kiv was talking to us about how he's just, you know, a freak right. um, with his size, his ability. Um, you know, he's made a ton of plays. He made a ton, he made a great play last night, a, a diving play. Um, you know, just just a ton of athletic ability and just had a really good game. And you know, a lot of these guys are, are kind of peaking at the right time for Tennessee. So, you know, I was listening to the eleven point seven uh, podcast today. I think they did it maybe Monday, but I got to listen to it today. And they just talked about Tennessee just being fun to watch. They're like, yeah, a lot of people doubted Tennessee because, like, they might not have the the rocker, the lighter, the the Kevin Cops, um, people like that. But he's like, they're just a really good baseball team, and they just make baseball fun. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, that, that's what's put people in the seats. Yeah, it's winning baseball games. But when you do it and have such a great time, and it's so entertaining to watch, you know, that's what fills up a stadium. That, that's what makes it, you know, from maybe 90% capacity to like where you're having to tell people, sorry, we can't let you in. Which hopefully is the case of the regional. Um, but yeah, I mean, like it is, they've been a lot of fun to watch, but it's also, I mean, they just have fun playing. And I, I think that's one thing I could mention. Like, I mean, you, you gotta have fun. Like it's supposed to be fun. Um, but it's also, I mean, they just, they, they play extremely hard. And I, I like for me, like that's what yes, them sell the, the celebrations, the the um you know the 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 dugout stuff, the you know, when guys I mean, every play's big for that team. And I think that and that goes into them just working really hard. I mean, some of the some of the catches that have been that have been made in foul territory this year. Um, you know, some like some of the plays that um the double plays that have been turned that have seemed impossible. like the guys just grind out plays all like the whole game all nine innings like they're not taking you to Vitello mentioned talking about he, he was like you know there was I, I don't know what the quote question quote exactly was but it was along the lines of like hey Tennessee has a chance to win the uh, SEC title this weekend if, if you go and win all three games um, and then obviously you got to have some some people lose too but he said that and he was like I know it sounds like a cliche but this team just they're gonna like they know what's at stake they're just gonna go out and play like it's just game by game for them. And, and yeah, I would 100, but you don't, I know that sounds like coach speak, but they play like it. They play like every freaking at bat, every inning, every, every pitch matters like that. And I think that, yes, the, the stuff that makes, in my opinion, college baseball more fun than MLB. Um, I mean, you saw it twice this week with guys getting thrown at that had no business getting thrown at, but <laughs> it's like, that's the kind of stuff that, that makes it fun. Yeah. But this t- Tennessee specifically just plays their asses off all the time. And it, it makes it so much fun to watch. Yeah. I mean, they just compete and, and you know, they're like Kivit said, you know, we don't fear anybody, you know, Arkansas might be bigger in stature and, you know, they got some power guys, but you don't fear it. Like when you have guys like Evan Russell, Chad Dallas, you know, with, with that kind of, uh, Drew Gilbert, with that kind of intensity, you know, 24-7, it's just contagious. And, yep. you know, this – and I don't think it's just those guys. I think it's the head coach and the staff, and it's trickled down, and, and that's what's created the, this culture, and that's what's made it such a, a 
it's not a I, I wouldn't say it's a powerhouse yet, but it's on its way because I mean to the fans, it's a powerhouse. It, it's the thing that's winning right now. It, it's the thing mm-hmm. that you know Tennessee has a chance to win a national championship this year. Um, you know, things have to to fall in place, and you know they got to win some games. They got to win a lot more games. Um, but Tennessee absolutely has a chance. That was proven that this past weekend against Arkansas, and those guys on the eleven point seven podcast that do a great job of covering college baseball was just like those are the two most complete teams in college baseball right now. Yeah, and you mentioned like yeah, Tennessee's not a powerhouse yet, but you, you know it's it's just been one year out of out of out of the. Th- call it for I don't know that Tony Vitello has been here but there there's no doubt people feared coming to Knoxville this year like there's no doubt about that there's yeah. no doubt people saw that on that they're like god we gotta we gotta go to Knoxville this weekend and drop two games maybe three that's not gonna be fun or, or you know they're like oh thank god Tennessee's coming to town it's gonna be a shitty weekend for baseball for me but at least I get to sleep in my own bed and so like there's no doubt teams feared Tennessee. Now, I'd like to see it year in, year out. I'd also like to see the stadium um, look like a powerhouse stadium. But, you know, it's, hey, first steps. Got to put some fear into people first. Yeah, I think they're they're really starting to recruit like a powerhouse team. Um, you, you know, we, we've talked about the recruiting rankings of this point. They've kind of stuck around. But the guys that they ha- they've had committed, guys in this 2021 class are guys that are probably not going to ever step foot on, on Tennessee's campus, which isn't a good thing. But, hey, you're recruiting with Vanderbilt. You're recruiting Arkansas. You know, you have – you're getting just as big as recruits as as those guys. And, and you're going to land some of them. Some of them are going to go to the MLB draft. They have a guy right now who's probably going to be a top ten, top five pick. So, mm-hmm. he's – yeah, he's never going to step foot in college. But, hey, he picked Tennessee, uh, a program that's on the rise over a uh, – a Vanderbilt, a Florida, LSU, Alabama, um, all those things. So um, I, I think Tennessee is going to be a thorn in, in some sides, you know, a, a van thorn, if you will. How about that? <laughs> nice. I, I like that. And, you know, I think, too, I, I think um, in terms of like how, you know, like you mentioned it. Also, whoever posted the picture of the facilities, I like I know Tennessee's facilities are worse, but you cherry pick the – you cherry picked a little bit. Like the players' facilities are on par with every other program in the countries. Like, come on, don't they tweeted out a picture of dumbbells? You don't have to cherry pick it. Uh, they did make a right. substantial upgrade to the players' facilities. Now everything else. It wasn't the WNBA playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, that was the NCAA that made that mistake. Oh, NCAA. That's right. That's and right. I'll get into that later with like stupidity. The NCAA man is just they have they're idiots. Anyways, but. I think I think personally, Tony Vitello and his staff have been able to recruit so well. It goes back to the the how Tennessee plays. I think it's they get guys that that match their attitude. They get guys that they don't give a shit about the facilities. They want to play on a team that that has passion, that has has swagger, that has attitude. Like like who get, who who gives a shit if my locker room's nice? If if my if I'm having a fun time with my my team, if we're winning games. And and we're pissing people off doing it. Like I'm, I want to be a part of that. So I think there is an element to that, and how, like, why he's been able to. Like I think his personality and like the personality of the guys on the team 
or why Tony Vitello has been able to recruit well. So now you add all the other stuff to it, and I think it, it should just get better. I mean, he's already, like you said, recruiting with these guys without it. And I don't – Yeah, I, I mean, would, just, I would just imagine. The, just I would imagine rather it. have the guy that commits because of the, the attitude than the guy that commits because of the batting cages, personally. Right. But, yeah, but yeah you, you definitely want to, like – have all your ducks in a row when oh. you are recruiting these guys. You want to have everything where you're. They're like, oh, I'm, I'm thinking about going to Vanderbilt. Okay, why? Well, and I was, and that's another thing too. At the University of Tennessee, there should not be a single athletic program that doesn't have the resources to match every athletic program in the country. And I, that's from 100. That's from 100%. women's volleyball to to football, from swimming, which swimming does have some great facilities to to basketball from track and field to baseball. Like the facility should be top notch. There's too much money on that campus to look at any facility and be like, I mean, do they even care about this program? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, and that, that should tell you all you need to know about where Tennessee baseball was yeah. um, before, you know, Vitello and the staff took over because it was, I mean, it was shit. Yeah. I mean, not to sugarcoat it. I mean, it was shit. It was terrible. Um, and so, yeah, they're able to recruit and be in a, you know, put yourself in a really good position to probably, if you win that series, you're probably the number one team in the country. Um, yeah. You know, you don't follow any because you lost, but, uh, you know, a top five team in the country can pretty much consensus. If you don't have Tennessee in your top five, I don't know what, what else to tell you there, bud. Um, Chili's not hot. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so I mean, it just—it's just a testament to this program or this this staff and, and the culture that they've built and, and the guys that they brought in too. Uh, you know, like you mentioned, guys that you know take the the personality of their head coach and and just kind of run with it. And you know, they're having a great time doing it, and I'm having a great time watching it. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, kind of stinks. It feels like it's coming to an end. Uh, no, Tennessee's got more baseball ahead of them, so it's not that big a deal. But season finale. Uh, Vols, a regular season finale, I should say, because like I said, Tennessee's got plenty of baseball ahead of them. They'll be in Hoover. They'll be in a regional. They're at least hosting. I, You know, I'll just call it right now. Tennessee's hosting a super regional. Why should I even mm. – like, why are we even – like, F the superstitious crap. I'm done with that. Tony Vitello just wins. That's it. Like, nothing else. He just we'll wins. Win. Yeah. And uh, so I'm just going to – I'm going to say it. Yeah, Tennessee – we're going to get to see Tennessee host a super regional at least. Um, you know, I'd like for them to be there. Um, but – Season finale, Tennessee traveling to South Carolina. The South Carolina team, I do – it's kind of weird we're talking about it, like midseason probably. Like, oh, hey, you know, that's a good way to end it out. Yeah, you get you have tough game. You have a tough series with Arkansas before the end of the season, but you do kind of get some – you do get an easier test, in, in, and they are still an easier test than Arkansas, but South Carolina's kind of come on of late. Yeah, and they've always been a solid program. Right. Um, they they won it back to back years not too long ago. Um, so they've always been a solid program. They're they're really catching fire um, late in the season. They they got a sweep over Kentucky, and they're fighting to to be a regional host. So uh, you know if they're able to get a series win, you know they they probably are in that conversation to to make whoever the selection committee is at least acknowledge them and. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I think it's going to be a dogfight just like every SEC series. You're on the road. Um, they're welcome. They're getting 100% capacity 100%, this weekend. Maybe. So, yeah, it's it's going to be another crazy SEC series, and we get a day earlier. Start on Thursday this weekend. Exactly. Did it 
isn't there a no taunting rule at, at Founders Park? Is that what it's called? Not Founders, is that, yeah, Founders is Park. Real? I think they will eject you for like not the players, like the fans. So like the like taunting? the vol all creatures would not be allowed in Founders Park. I believe there's some rules about it. God, how soft is that? <laughs> hey man, it's all about sportsmanship. I guess. Dude, college sport, there's no there's no such thing as sportsmanship. Uh, I mean, with, with I just, fans, with fans. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay, we know we all know what's over the line, but I mean, like, like Kiv said, like what the vol creatures do is fine. It's just good. Yeah, like, like good looking up like mothers' names and stuff. Yeah. like that's. I don't have that kind of time on my hands, but if I, I still would. If I did, I still wouldn't do it. But um, I mean, that's first off, you've done it, so I have done it in high school. Um, <laughs> I have done it, so. So, yeah, I guess I would. But yeah, that's I mean, they're just different. Those guys no, are creative. No. They're they're different. I mean, calling a guy a weirdo because the way he stands in the batter's box, I mean, that's hilarious. Like who <laughs> who like why are you standing like that, weirdo? Like that's that's hilarious. Like you don't even have to be nasty to get on somebody's nerves in the batter's box. No, and I, I would like to say too, speaking of all creatures and legends and Lindsey Nelson, I also called that told Kiv, I said, hey, now that Tennessee's at 100% capacity, man, you're going to have some adult men with their shirts off um, hey, partying with the the young guys. He didn't quite get the shirt off, but you saw the video of the, the guy dancing the guy, walkie top. The guy next to him had his shirt off. Oh, perfect. And I did get it exactly right. I just I was talking about the guy that was, uh, I mean, I don't know, river dancing to, to Rocky Top. <laughs> <laughs> I love the, it. That's the two step. The two step. Tennessee two step. <laughs> I love it, man. Like, that's what I love Tennessee fans. I love how just. Yeah, the guy that is, he was filming him taking his shirt off with cargo shorts. Yeah, it was just freaking electric. <laughs> I love it. It's what makes it great. I, I do want to mention too. Last night in um, in uh, South Carolina's win over App, App State, uh, West they they do have a, a guy that's hitting really well. Especially, I think he's been going through a drought, and he just got his twentieth. I think the last couple of games he struggled, um, but West Clark had hit his twentieth home run, leads the SEC now in home runs. And yeah, so, I, mean, I think he had like ten, like right out of the gate. Yeah, um, I think I think he's been a little slow, and and now maybe starting to come back on just in time for Tennessee. I'm going to say this again, just like Kentucky. I mentioned this about TJ Collette. Keep him in the ballpark. Yeah. Just that is your task. Pitchers, keep him in the ballpark. Um, you know, I'm going to knock on wood because I said that about TJ Collette and he, his first at bat, he hit a home run. But um, you're able to get that series win. So hopefully Tennessee is able to take care of business this weekend. Um, you know, like I said, getting – an early start on Thursday. So Tennessee gets to kind of relax on that Sunday where, you know, usually uh, tensions are high. Um, they get to kind of relax and just kind of wait it out, see what happens, and then, you know, see their uh, their fate for the SEC tournament and then regional play. Did you see, uh, speaking of Selection Sunday, did you see, I think it was Washington or Washington State's reaction video to their selection? Huh. So they were the first team to get selected in their region, um, I think 14 seed. And every single one of them did not say a word, didn't like high five, didn't even like acknowledge what happened. They just got up and walked out. Is it baseball? No, 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 softball. Oh, softball, okay. Softball, yeah. yeah. They just got up and walked out. Just were like, mm. not even like, mm. like, I guess pissed. I don't even know. But just got up and walked out. 
Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah sure. Maybe maybe shouldn't have set up the camera for that one. <laughs> yeah. Maybe don't like all watch it together if you're not going to have a better reaction to that. Well, I mean, I I would just think like, hey, I don't know what their situation was. I, I someone had like said after that they're like, no, the um the Pac-12 teams definitely got shafted. I don't know what that exactly means. I don't know how a whole conference gets shafted like purposefully, but apparently they did. And I was like, well, maybe if you like had like. I don't like maybe if you didn't have a great season, maybe if you knew things weren't going to work out in your favor, maybe if you knew you were going to be pissed off, like don't film it. And then, like the NCAA or whoever was streaming it, maybe don't post it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. But speaking of postseason again, 100% capacity. I know we mentioned it 100% capacity, regional, super regionals, everything. 100% capacity where states allow it. Tennessee. Does allow it. So 100% capacity in Lindsey Nelson for the regional, hopefully for the super regional. Let's get it, dude. That's going to be – that That should be a good atmosphere. Yeah, and, like, it's – to this point, like, yeah, regional is a little different. It's not just a series. But, you know, kind of from here on, it's just a series. You're not having to worry about a midweek game or anything like that. You know, you go out and win two games – three games, I guess, in a regional, um, you know, you're, you're on to the next one. So it's, you know, you, you want to win that first one in, in your regional. And I guess you want to win and you want to win some in Hoover too. Um, right. Now, is it the end all be all? Absolutely not. Cause a lot of coaches aren't that interested in the SEC tournament. They're not going to save some guys for regional play. Cause that's when it matters. But uh, you know, I, I want to see Tennessee. I don't want to see them be a one and done in Hoover. I want to see them get a couple wins and then, um, you know, let, let's kind of see where this thing's at in, in regional play. I think I looked at D1 baseball had the projected 64 the other day, and we would be a four seed if it ended, I guess, that day. The four overall seed. Um, so we would actually play the 13th overall seed, which would in that one would have been Ole Miss. Um, so like if everything worked out, it'd been Tennessee and right. Ole Miss in the super regional, which I think would be pretty cool. I mean, it would definitely be a fun matchup. I mean, it'd be tough, but it would, yeah. it would be a fun matchup. Um, I am like, you know, you're talking about Hoover. I am kind of curious to see kind of how Tennessee handles that. Because I think like teams like Arkansas who, you know, they're like, oh, we can rest guys. Well, well they're bullpen because that's really who you're looking at resting mostly. It's like ah, you know, that bullpen's deep enough to win a game or two in Hoover without playing your best guys. Um, I, you know, I don't know if Tennessee's bullpen is is quite that deep. Uh, I think they could probably win at least. I mean, when you talk about some of those guys who you probably wouldn't be resting, they they probably have some that could could win a game. Um, well, Tennessee sweeps Arkansas. If they don't have Kevin Cobbs straight up. I would. I they definitely they one hundred percent win Sunday. Yeah, I mean, like I think, he was he was the MVP of that series. There's no doubt yeah. about it. I mean, Friday, Friday Tennessee. I mean, they kind of just brought in Cobbs to close the door, whereas like. Saturday, they had to get to when – when did they end up getting to cops? Early. Yeah, I think they were down a run at that but, point. But, I mean, they like – I mean, they went – Yeah, it was like the sixth inning. And I, they he, brought in he, three. He pitched, three he pitched seven. Him. Yeah, he pitched seven innings in, in the weekend. So I don't – I mean – Friday and, Friday and Sunday. I've got to imagine they did not think he would finish out that game when they brought him in on Sunday. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know what his role is like. I know they're talking about it on the eleven point seven uh, podcast, and you know that's 
that role was like Friday. You're there to get the like you're there to get to the win. Um, Which I, I don't know when they brought what when did they bring him in Friday? It was late. Yeah, I think it was like seventh inning, and so I think he pitched three on, on Friday and four on Saturday, or something like that. I'm about to pull it. I mean, and and two, I feel like how many did how many did they bring in? The reason I say like Sunday. You know, Sunday I say you win for sure without cops because they had to they had to get to him. Like they were like, like, oh shit, we just we got this, we gotta go there now. Mm-hmm. And whereas Friday, I don't remember it being quite as desperate. Yeah, I th- I think Friday is just like you're you're trying to you know yeah, you're they, gonna get at least one more run on Tennessee, but you don't want them to score anymore. So that's why you put Kevin Cobbs in. Yeah. So they, they I think he was tied up when he because he got he got both the wins, right? He did, and so they brought in Monk on Friday before Cobbs, and then Sunday they brought in their entire effing bullpen. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I mean, that, that's what makes them the number one team in the country is that bullpen. Yeah. Um, you know, they they got really good players, um, and yeah. I'm not taking anything away from them. Oh. But, but they they brought in Monk again on Sunday, and then that Vermilion, that freaking literal monster. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's that's what separates them from, you know, an LSU, a Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Florida. What separates them is their bullpen. And, and they brought out that they brought out that starter early on Sunday too. I don't, yeah. I don't remember what game, but I remember thinking like, "Oh, here we go." <laughs> Yeah, I mean, usually in that, and like Tennessee's done a good job of of getting into that bullpen. But when you have a like, are you really looking forward to it against a team like Arkansas? Yeah, you're like, maybe like, we can, uh, maybe we can keep cops back in there as, as long as possible. Yeah. How do we do that? Hey, how do I'm we do you, that? I'm gonna need you to strike line. out so they yeah. keep him in. Yeah, exactly. We got to try to tow this line. That's what we got to do. Um, but postseason, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, that's what kind of sucks. Is like you don't need Hoover. By any means, to you know, for seating purposes or hosting purposes, but yeah, you. I mean, why would you not want to go win it all? Why would you not want a SEC championship? But it's also like you also got to see the bigger picture. Like you could have some guys not ready for re, you know. So yeah, it'd be it's, fun. I mean, it's all about pitching at that point. Yeah, um, you want to have enough pitching for for that long run to Omaha. So um, it's going to be interesting to me to see how Tennessee uses their their bullpen and uses their starting pitching like if they have to go four games in a in a regional right who starts that fourth game um that's what i'm interested in seeing hopefully it doesn't get to that point but if if you do you know what what does that um, rotation and that bullpen look like yep absolutely all right let's do it let's talk some tennessee basketball not tennessee basketball but tennessee basketball volunteers i like how this is like a you know it's kind of like Past Tennessee, and then you got some future guy or some some recent guys like Lamonte Turner and and Jordan Bowden. I think that's that's really cool to have a um, you know wide range of of guys on that team. Yeah, no, they're 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 definitely a wide wide range. Um, I mean, you've got Duke Cruz, Wayne Chisholm, um, as far back as let's see. I think Chris Lofton is the oldest in this. Um, he'll be the oldest guy. Besides so Bobby Mays and, and Ron Slay, but um, they're they're not playing. I, I assume they're not playing. Am I? Is that correct? 
Yeah, I think they're the that's the coach and the they're, GM. Yeah, they're listed as GM and coach. I didn't know if that was just like a title that goes along. <laughs> I, I wasn't sure. But yeah. um but yeah, Chris Lofton being the, the oldest one in this. But yeah, I mean there's a there is definitely a wide range of guys. I mean, uh, I feel like as wide as you could get. I don't know what I mean, first off, this is a this is a pretty freaking legit team. Um you've got some ball what was it, ballers? We you got some hoopers on this team. Hoopers. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I was thinking, I was like, man, they're kind of small. But I guess Duke Cruz and Wayne Chisholm, you know, those are going to be your bigs. But, you know, they don't they don't have a ton of just – I feel like they could use one more. I don't know how big John Fields is. I don't really remember him that much. But No. Um, look it up. But usually, I mean, most of the rest of those guys are guards. I, you know, I, I'm trying to like, and I watch quite a bit of the TBT this year. Uh, most years, I'm I just watch when it's convenient. Like I happen to see it on. I mean, I'm trying to think of like any significant big men. Like I'm like, are they going to be undersized? And I don't, I don't really remember. John Fields was six nine. Okay, so he's a or bigger guy. Six nine. And Tyler Smith, I think he's like six seven, so he he might be a right. Bigger guy too, but yeah, maybe it's it. They just kind of go like the NBA. It's just a, a guard heavy league, and they got some dudes down low that can bang around, get some rebounds and stuff like that. But I feel like this team's gonna shoot. Oh, I mean the whole time, right? Chris Lofton, Juwan Smith, Lamonte, Jordan Bowden. I mean, let's move that. I don't know if they have like a, a four point line in this tournament. Oh, but, all right, uh, Nate Oates. Yeah, I mean, like, let's let's get it out there. These guys can shoot. I like it. I, I, uh, hey, I, I mean, hopefully you get to who's, see. Uh, who's your MVP? My MVP of the team. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I kind of want to go Jawan Smith. Oh, okay. Is that, is that wrong of me? I like. I don't know. You know, like. I mean, we haven't seen a lot of these guys play in years. So, I mean, like, we have no clue. Yeah, and I'm just trying to think, like, 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 how much better are like the the newer guys? Like, well, how, I, like, yeah, I, I mean, a lot of these guys are still playing too, right? But yeah, uh, like, how, how does how does age affect when you're not like when you don't have the access to like a you know, meal plan and trainers and stuff like that, like some of these NBA players do. Oh, I mean, yeah, the this goes into like we were talking about, like people are like, oh, the college basketball is so much worse in the NBA. Like the, the product's not as good. And I'm like, I mean, if you're just talking about raw talent, sure. But, yeah, I mean, they're definitely not going to be as talented. There's a reason. Um, a. Um, I mean, some of these guys are just older too. But, yeah, I, I, I mean, I just want to say Juwan Smith because I'm like, I feel like, if Tennessee's gonna be really, really good, like I feel like you're gonna have to have a really good point guard, no? Yeah, so I mean I was thinking like is is Lamonte gonna be the point guard? I would argue with what I know, I'm not saying it's right, that Juwan Smith's probably a better one than Lamonte. Okay. I, don't, I mean I'm just I'm just kinda I'm kinda guessing. Like we just don't <laughs> no, really know, I'm but like entirely guessing. That's what I yeah. I mean, he he ended his Tennessee career a little early. Yeah, but I mean, he's definitely just kind of a 
he's not quite as aggressive. I feel like as. So you think they? What they I remember, Juwan be Smith a, being a two, or you think he'll he'll be I'm a sure two? I'm sure they'll split time. I'm sure he'll, I'm sure he'll bring the ball up the court plenty. It's I'm gonna sure. be interesting for sure. And I mean, how healthy is is he too? I think that's yeah. That, that's that's what I was gonna ask. I was like, is he even? Because I mean, that was I mean, it, it did end his career at Tennessee. So right. Um, I hope it's Wayne Chisholm. I hope Wayne Chisholm still wears his headband like he used to. What if it's what if it's Ron Slade just comes out like Jackie Moon? First off, under slash player. <laughs> Lock the door. I mean, I think I, I think we should see Bob, Bobby Mays should be the one bringing the ball up the court. First off, yeah, I was wanting to see some um, some Kevin Punter. Okay, but was he supposed to be on the team last year? I don't know. I was thinking about that. I was like, there were some names like I know Stokes was on there, yeah, um, and he's not this year, so. Yeah, I don't remember who all was. Melvin Goins, was he on there? Uh, I can't remember. He's another one. Like, he's just an enforcer. He's like 5'5". Five, five. I don't – that's probably not true. He's probably like 6'1", <laughs> but he looked 5'5 five, five on the court. But the dude was just jacked. Um, I remember when he played spring ball and football. Yeah. He played corner for a year, uh, I guess, a spring practice. I mean, he's like Kamal um, Haddon. Yeah. Just, that, uh, just spring spring ball, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, so, it looks like Robert Hubbs was supposed to play last year. Sorry, I'm trying to – I was looking for the oh, the, the roster. Last year. Kevin Punter was. Okay. Or ah, – they tweeted a video like he was. Maybe not. I don't know. Cameron Tatum, is he on this team? Yeah, he is. He is? Okay. Um. Yeah, Jarnell Stokes. So they didn't do an official release. They so they just tweeted out. So Kevin Punter, yeah, Chris Lofton was on that team, like we said. They're supposed to be on that team. Uh, Kenny Hall. Kenny Hall is not on this team. Right. Right. I, yeah. He he's on. He was on last year's. So yeah, not not the whole team, but um, I do. I th- I mean, this is a cool. I feel like very. I feel like this is very uh, – we're in that sweet age where, like, it's all our guys. Like, these are – this is who we watched. Growing up. Growing up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, there's – there could probably be some more in that in that Chris Lofton range, that Wayne Chisholm range. But, um, no, it's definitely like – Yeah, we don't get a Scholar McBee or a uh, Dane Brad – I guess <laughs> Dane is Bradshaw is – What is Scholar McBee doing right now? Oh, he's probably working construction or something. I feel, yeah, I, don't know, I feel like he does. Like he, he's probably like, he's probably like the like the eight time like MVP of some adult league somewhere. <laughs> oh, so you think he can still stroke it? Oh yeah, for sure. All right, all right, all right. Fair, fair. All right, what do we what do we got? Is it trending next? Oh, wait, do we have any questions? I didn't see any questions. No. Okay. All right, no questions. All right. I haven't done a great job monitoring the chat again tonight. I'm sorry, guys. Um, let's see. Good evening, Big Dog Brett. He said good evening, Landon. So. Good evening. <laughs> uh, okay, so what's trending? It's our new segment. It's what everything we missed this week. Um, this one, I, I don't know if we mentioned it on Sunday. I can't remember, so forgive me. But uh, did you see Ohio State? New 
uh, new uh, method to their massages. They're bringing the happy endings to Columbus. Did you see this? There you go. Okay. No, I didn't see that. Oh, you didn't yeah. see this? Uh, so apparently their uh, massage therapist, I guess, was mm-hmm. just handing out some um, – some 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 handouts. Some handouts, yeah, great. Uh, to, <laughs> to Ohio State athletes. I don't know if they were all football players. Uh, definitely some football players in there. But yeah, so really just getting in on the action there. Um, was it? I a, wonder if they were trading it for. Was it for, a guy uh, or a girl? That I don't know. Um, cannot confirm nor deny. Uh, <laughs> may I, I wonder if they were trading out some some bowl rings, some college there football national or uh, not national championship, college football semifinal rings for. Um, for these, I don't know how that exchange worked, but yeah, that was, that was that's something that happened. Nice, yeah. Exactly. I mean, like, what kind of? I have so many questions. I mean, like, what kind of happy endings are we talking about? Are we just talking like a I don't handout or like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I just so, know. So is there? There's nothing else that's come about of this. Oh, I'm sure. I just I'm too lazy to read about it. I'm oh, just, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just did. Okay. Just see if you heard. I was no, hoping, I, I was hoping I, maybe you knew. I need I need I need more info. So uh, if if you I mean wouldn't you, mind. Like, I gave you enough to make fun of Ohio State. Oh yeah, for sure. But like I want to know like everything. Oh, this this article says massage therapists manipulated Ohio State football players for sex. Oh, those so poor, those poor nineteen and twenty year olds. Oh yeah, they had, they had no control. Also, I don't feel bad saying this because they're not underage. So. Oh my God. She, so apparently I shouldn't say she, it, it still does not give me a gender. Um, a massage therapist engaged in inappropriate and exploitive behavior targeting members of the Ohio state football team and had sex with at least that's at least five Buckeyes. Do you think they're suing? Is that what you think happening? They might've got a STD. <laughs> oh, apparently. Oh, wow. How good for Ohio state. Apparently they were an independent contractor. So they were never hired by the school or its athletic department. Wow. Fake okay. news. Also, I mean, who was she hired by as an – who who hired them? Did the players hire them? Nice. They I knew just, what they were getting just, into. Oh, yeah. At least 20 football players said they received massages only. So she must have been ugly. <laughs> There's 20 people like, I did not have no. sex with that Hell one. No. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Clinton, that so fast. That's great. Or was oh. it a or was it a man? Or was it a man? Oh, it does say massage only from the woman. So it was a woman. Oh, okay. okay. It was a woman. Yeah. There we go. Okay. So we got to the bottom of that. Um, <laughs> God bless. I want. That's what are they? So apparently, it says they were all consensual, but someone's investigating it. I'm so like, why are you investigating it if it's consensual? Those other 20 that said it was, no, I didn't. <laughs> I guess. I don't know, whatever. Um, my next one, PGA Championship at Kiowa. Who are the favorites? So first off, Kiowa Ocean Course is beautiful. Have you ever been to like, have you ever been to Kiowa Island, Seabrook? Oh, dude, it's gorgeous. South Carolina? Yeah, South Carolina, uh, like probably 30, 45 minutes south of Charleston. Mm. Oh, it's gorgeous. Um, favorites to win it, Roy McIlroy, John Rahm. Dustin Johnson, Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas, Bryson, DeSh- Bryson DeChambeau, Xander Shoffley. I, guys, I don't know where to tell you to put your money. Um, I want to find, though, and maybe you'll ride with you Will you ride with me? Like, I'm thinking like $20 on a huge underdog. Like, we just got to find the right underdog. 
So none of the guys I named, it's not worth the money. They all are. You could win good money on them. So maybe you do take a favorite. But we need to get in so it starts I feel tomorrow. like those are the favorites for everything, though. For everything golf, right? But yeah, just, I mean, yeah, just about. Especially a major. So this is the, the second, third, second major of the year. Um, Where's my boy Tiger at? Uh, I mean, I don't even know if he can walk still. I think there's a picture of him standing at least. So I saw a, a, a TikTok today and this, this guy drove by on his uh, golf cart and he was like, Hey, uh, did you know a, a lion can't play golf? And he was like, no, I didn't know that. He's like, but Tiger would. I'm like, what? Where did you see this? Someone did this to you? Oh, no, okay. on TikTok. <laughs> I'm like, what? That seems like a very 2005 YouTube video. Also, did you t- change your Twitter handle? I did. I noticed you have like four L's. Four L's. Couldn't give me just my name. So I went Caleb Mitchell. Okay. You didn't want to put a number? You just. <laughs> I don't you like went, numbers. You went Roman numerals instead. Exactly. Um, that's Caleb Mitchell, two for everyone wondering. I am the second, named after my great great grandfather. Yeah. He didn't have the name Caleb, so I don't know how that works, but so I'm named after. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, I'm sick of the underscore TN because you know that was a joke, right? When I made that. Yes. So, so like, I was, I was sick of that. I've been wanting to change it for a while. I, I didn't know what it meant, but I, I, I figured it was a joke. Oh, so it's from the Everything Tennessee thing. Oh, yeah, that. I thought you meant what your name was on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm talking about the handle. The okay, actual yeah, handle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was made as a joke. To, I mean, mess with Harrison because he got mad. Some some kid did that, like made their name that. Like Landon underscore TN. So we were like, mm, we'll do our names underscore TN. And it's, it's been, that's, that's been a, that's been a five year long joke. I did that in 2016 when I changed that handle. So this, just this, it out. This show is a like, <laughs> almost it, a five year long joke. <laughs> it is. Uh, it'll be five this year, and uh, yeah. So I was like, yeah, I'm just. I, I need to change it. I want, but I don't want like Caleb. I don't want an underscore. I don't want any of that. Uh, no offense to your name, um, but I didn't want any of that. I didn't want any random. So I was like, I'll just throw a couple extra L's on there. Yeah, don't put an underscore. You freaking weirdo. I don't like I don't like the underscore look. I used to have one in one of my emails. Not a fan. I think I did it because everybody else did it, so that's why. Oh yeah, I mean I I've had underscores in like three of my Twitter handles. Sick of it. You know you made it when somebody calls you by your Twitter handle. Oh yeah. I had a I had a girl ask me at the wedding. She's like, "Are you Twitter famous?" I'm like, "Uh, far from it." <laughs> yes. Don't worry She's like, it. "I Mario. see you on Twitter all the time." I was like, "Just because you see me doesn't mean." Why are you why are you even talking to me right now? That's what I was yeah, saying. You're right. Shut up. Go away. Yeah. I am. You, uh, you, want, to take, yeah. you want me to sign anything? That'd be, I, I, will you for me? Also, we've made it. We have our own helmets. Oh, yeah. Go check out our guy, Doug Carter, 97 Sports Promotions. Um, done a fantastic job. With these, Caleb's got some on the way as well. See, and I've got this is why I want a shelf. I've got a perfect spot for them. So there you go. Yeah, I had them up here, but you couldn't, you couldn't really see it. So I wanted to 
to bring him down to, here and give a shout out to Doug. Need to make, make need to make its own. Have Raven make its own shelf. You need need its own place. Yeah, but they make mini helmets. They make softball, baseball, and football. They make um, softball. Like, yeah. like they like it just has a face mask. Is that the only difference? I I guess I don't that's I don't pretty, know if it has a face mask or not. That's pretty I, I cool. That's pretty cool. Kind of wish I yeah. done that. There you go. Go check them out. All right. Uh, yeah, definitely do that. We do appreciate the helmets. They're pretty pretty freaking sweet. Um, do you have any? Uh, I've got a few more. Do you have any more or any what's trendings? Yeah, uh, the six part Derek Jeter documentary from the same producers as The Last Dance. I think that's really cool. Now, do I think it's going to be better than The Last Dance? Probably not. But Derek Jeter is one of my favorite <laughs> players, so I think it's going to be cool. He doesn't like. So how many? How many parts? Six. Six. Yeah. Is he interesting enough for a six part series? I guess we'll find out. I feel like just like a 30 for 30 would be fine. Cause like yeah. Michael Jordan just had so much. So like, you know, he had like a, he has the, the background growing up, you know, he has the, the North Carolina career. He has the, the championships in Chicago, but you know, can't beat the Pistons first. Then he has the dream team. Then he has the retirement with, you know, the scandal, I feel like he just has like a very like a ten part life, like at least publicly. That's what I mean. I don't know if Derek Jeter has that. It's obvious. I'm sure it's gonna be good. It's those producers did a good job. I don't know if it's gonna be like I don't know if you need six parts to tell a story. Yeah, I wonder if it, it's you know instead of doing a thirty for thirty, it's gonna be more of that like just. A longer, just should. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm in. Right, I mean, I'll watch it. I think it'll be good. It's just like, again, I the Michael. I don't know if there like is there another athlete. So I know Derek Jeter didn't. Is it was ten parts, right? The last six. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Yeah, was, Derek Jeter's six. Yes. I don't like. I don't know if there's another athlete that you could do a really like a, a, a interesting enough ten part series on. Maybe. I mean, I was going to say Peyton Manning, but his story has been out on so many things that, like, everybody and, already kind of knows it. And Peyton's, like, I, don't, I feel like Peyton's is, like, Do you think Tom not, Brady inter- like, one? not interesting enough. With the, the flake gate and stuff like that? Tom, Tom Brady's definitely got some, like, I mean, again, I just don't, like, maybe, but, like, I just don't know. I, I, you all tell us. Like, is there anyone – is there another athlete that you could confidently say there? I mean, just because it wasn't like Michael Jordan, they didn't have like this big story about him growing up. Like it was his pretty much professional career the whole time. Yeah. And, and it wasn't like it was Michael Jordan, but it was also like that team too. So I'm wondering yeah, if they're yeah. going to tie in like the Yankees because that, right. that was, you know, I'm sure that's going to take up a lot of it. Just, yeah, um, that's a that's a fair point, but it's still. I mean, it was it was a Michael Jordan documentary, right? Right. So, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it it'll be interesting to see. I, I mean, I would love to see again. I thought they did a great job. Obviously, I, I love thirty for thirties. Uh, was this was the Sammy Sosa Mark McGuire? Was that a that was uh, a was that an E sixty or was that was a thirty? There was a thirty for thirty on the steroids, but I don't know if there was a. I don't know so if there was this, like a, this was about the home run race. Oh, the home run race. Yes. That was pretty. What was that? I 
I thought it was like a couple episodes. I growing up, I thought Sammy Sosa was the coolest dude ever. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like there was no one in the world that I was like that. It's like Sammy Sosa's the dude. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was a really I, cool one. Um, like I don't Mark, know how many Mark McGuire, Mark McGuire can go to hell. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, Sammy Sosa, like if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Yeah, it's my opinion. <laughs> Sticking to it. Also, isn't it funny that like so like I we I'm gonna get off on a big tangent, but like isn't it so weird that Trevor Bauer is like everyone cheats in baseball? Yeah, I, isn't that hey, like I'm cheating? <laughs> I'm like, I, it's just a weird like if if that is the case, I feel like there should be like this thing where we're like all like he's like every pitcher uses foreign substances. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's first off, is every pitcher? Maybe he does. I don't know. It's just weird to be like outing your sport like that. Yeah, it's kind of a hot take. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, this one's trending in locally, Top Golf in Neyland. There you I go. I think they still have tickets available. I'm going Sunday. Are you? I'm, I'm excited. I'm not excited about paying. It's my, it's my brother's birthday. I didn't set it up. His wife did. And I no shame, no hate to her at all. It's just expensive. Like, not like I'm not, again, no shame. It's like, first off, it's a once in a lifetime thing. Not, I don't know, once in a lifetime, but like, you, you don't get to do it all the time. So that's cool. I can't decide. We'll see. Hey, I'll tell you on on Sunday night if it's worth eighty dollars. It'll be too late for you to go, but I, I'll tell you if it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, and I'm not trying to throw shade at it at all, but like it, from the looks of it on the field, it looks very underwhelming. Well, I think it's just part of it. Like you don't like you. That's not where you go to a, a driving range. Like I, I, I think the idea is cool, but it's like, why do people go to Top Golf? It's to hit the shit out of the ball. Well, you can only hit the ball hundred yards. 130 yards right so it's like all just hitting the targets which again like me and my brothers are gonna have a good time doing it for sure it's gonna be fun can't wait we're gonna be inside Neyland I've been in Neyland since Vanderbilt in 2019 I believe that's right so yeah so it's been terrible um actually we won that game um but yeah so it's gonna be a lot of fun but it's just like Oh, that was the Juwan Jennings stomp. That was the Juwan Jennings stomp. Yep. Nice. Yep. I, I am excited for it, and, and it looked really, really cool. I am uh, – yeah, I'm pumped. But maybe first golf I've played in a while too. Um, I'll, my next one – I've got two more. Sorry, I'll be done. Uh, Marshall Soccer. They won the NCAA National Championship. I don't know what this means. I had to look it up, see if you can guess. Uh, they won it after starting unseated. Sus. Yeah, weird, huh? Uh, so I guess it just means they pretty much like they had to win their conference championship to get into the tournament. Okay, so they weren't but like a they weren't selected. But isn't that a weird way to term it? Like they did get a seeding, mm-hmm. but they yeah they had to win their conference tournament to get into the tournament, their conference USA tournament, and then they won it all. What's that? What's that called when you not an automatic bid like a it's an automatic bid. bid. At large bid, they didn't get one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. They they they, they did they, get an they auto get automatic. Bid. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then my last one, still soccer. Hope you saw this one. Did you see where the Chinese businessman bought businessman bought a team and told the coach to start a son? No. And the son is like pushing to 40, 250. 
Nice. He is not a soccer player looking guy. It is. I mean, I was like, this is my favorite story ever. Never will. If, with I, ever, attitude, if I ever get that rich, like I'm buying the team and I'm starting. F my son. I'll be on that roster. <laughs> At 240. Oh, yeah, for <laughs> sure. For Okay. I'd also like to talk about that. I've never weighed over 200 pounds. I might be pushing it right now. I, I need to figure out a weight thing. Uh, someone at work was like, I was like, yeah, I need to start losing weight. And they're like, what are you, 220? Do I look 220? Do I really look 220? How tall is this guy? He was talking to me. Oh. He was like, what do you weigh, 220? 220, geez. Yeah, I'm like, I've never weighed over 200 pounds. Did you punch him? I was like, no, dude, God. <laughs> I'm like, maybe, maybe 190 right now at the most. <laughs> like, and that's like me being generous to the heavy. I know 30 pounds doesn't sound like a lot, but from 190 to 220 is a lot. Yeah. I'm not saying some people are 220. You're probably also five inches taller than me, so you're probably carrying it a hell of a lot better than me. Yeah, do your max bench press and then add 30 pounds and see what happens. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Hope you die for thinking I'm 220. <laughs> that weight falls on your neck. All right. Stupidity? Stupidity. Let's do it. I have um, one. Okay. Hey, I also we didn't mention this in the stupidity. I just saw this. We didn't mention that uh, Jake Rucker was named as the number one third baseman in the nation's top thirty. Is it just did they list him number one, or is he just the first name in the top? He 30? he is the number okay. one. Yes, it's number one by D one baseball. And uh, Liam Spence is number two shortstop. Oh, nice! I didn't see that. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, again, just a testament to this. Staff, this program, um, getting the right guys in here. And, you know, that's the way – that's why they're winning games. Yep. Shout out to Kiff, coaching the defense up. There you go. Yeah, that's his infielders. Yep. Um, My first stupidity is, uh, is another rucker. <laughs> he says Bel- Belmont baseball's baby blue unis tonight are good. I want to be friends with them. What? I mean, you ever get turned on by a jersey? <laughs> you know what happens when they bring out those cream? Easy, Ohio jerseys. State. <laughs> yeah, for real. Good boy. Shoo. Yeah, that's a uh, he's a he's a weird dude. That is, that's all you can say. Like, he's just a weird guy. I love it. I love it. That's all I got for stupidity. Actually, I can't wait for my fellow of the week. Because, oh, my God. Pump for that one. Uh, my umpires need to be canceled. Oh, for sure. I know I know what you got there. <laughs> uh, my first my, – my only one, this is my only one, is the NCAA. I know. I think we talked about it. Them. Did you see them cancel that regional for women's golf at the um, Baton Rouge region? Yes. And then they just sent the top six seeds? Yeah. That's it's so like, dumb. So dumb. Shout out to Barstool, though, for letting the girls play. Literally, just let the girls play. Let them play. They threw together a tournament in like three or four days, which is insane to throw together a golf tournament that bring bring people from ETSU. There's two girls from from ETSU playing in the tournament. Um, So, yeah, that's pretty pretty freaking cool, Uh, especially because we've been talking about how the NCAA needs to be dethroned. We got to figure out how to make it work. Yeah, let's do it. We got to get them. We got to. We got to get somebody that can dethrone the NCAA. We're put on this earth to do something, so maybe that's <laughs> it. 
team up with yeah we need to Barstool's got the backing they I mean they they put on a better tournament than than uh the NCAA has. we can pull it off we just need like capital yeah just give me some money we'll make we'll make it work. <laughs> Also, speaking of uh, doing the right thing, Danny White, bring in the grandstands. You could fit a grandstand uh, on the third base lawn right behind the, the visitor bullpen. You could fit a grandstand in right field. Get that sucker up to, what is it right now, like 4,000? Let's get that sucker up to, to close to six. I want 10. <laughs> 10. Dude, the new renderings that I don't know if they're real, I guess they are. They were real at some point. The porch looks freaking awesome. Yeah, another thing with the the whole do the right thing, a corporate people that buy the the MVP seats, will you freaking use them? If not, then let somebody else sit in those seats. I'm tired of being right like I see right behind home plate and there's seats like everybody's packed in. It's standing room only, and you have seats right there that aren't being used. That's what kills me. Yeah, I agree 100%. That's where you want people to sit. Yeah. I mean, if you're corporate, give me your like, give me your logo, and I'll I'll wear the shirt and sit behind home plate. You'll be on TV. Well, not really TV, but because ESPN can't get that right. Who like who's gonna pick up baseball in the next five years? That's my question. Is it gonna be ESPN or the, like because college baseball is gonna have a need for for TV in the next five years? I mean, it probably has to be ESPN, especially yeah. with. With the SEC network deals and ACC right. network deals, but dude, if I'm one like struggling, if I'm like ABC, who like who the hell watches ABC? I'd be trying I'm, to figure it out. Oh well, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. They yeah, ABC owns ESPN, so there you go. Maybe yeah, or ESPN owns or the people that own ESPN. I don't know Disney. Disney, <laughs> yeah, Disney, yeah. Disney owns everybody. They <laughs> do. Um, yeah, no, I I think there's gonna be a big like request. Those gonna be. I mean, college baseball will be on TV soon, like often. It's going to be fun. I can't wait. Guys, it's been fun. It's always fun. Thank you all for hanging out. We'll be back Sunday after the Vols. By that point, we'll know who's in the Tennessee Regional. We'll also know if Tennessee's hosting a Super Regional. Got to take care of business this this weekend. Um, One game at a time. Remember that. Um, Starting things off a little earlier on Thursday, so don't forget that. That's tomorrow. Oh, man. That's nuts. It's already Thursday. Um, But here we are. Thanks for listening.